The scene is normal. A family at breakfast on Monday morning before the kids go off to school. But the people in the scene are not normal. Our mother is hurtling headlong into one of her manic phases after weeks of depression. She flits around the kitchen, unable to sit still, talking about nothing at all without stopping. Her latest idea is to keep chickens in the back garden to save on buying eggs. I don't like eggs. Jamie never eats them, and Mum's allergic to feathers. My twin brother sits opposite me. He doesn't eat anything. He doesn't speak, and he doesn't look at either Mum or me. He stares morosely at the kitchen floor, lost in a world of his own. Jamie's long ago given up on Mum and the bizarre lottery of her behaviour, the endless swings between highs and lows. They have no relationship with each other. Jamie and I were close once, but now that closeness is slipping away too. All he and I seem to do is argue. I can't rely on him like I used to. Some of the things he says frighten me. I am Mia, the glue that holds this whole sinking ship together. And believe me, we're sinking fast. Our father isn't part of this happy scene. He left mum before we were born, and they divorced soon after. We've never seen him, and we don't even know his name. Mum refuses to tell. We could take in lodgers, Mum prattles on. She drags a stepladder over to the tall cupboards and energetically begins to fling pots and pans onto the worktop. This kitchen needs a good clean. I was thinking we could do up the attic. There's plenty of room in there. Oh, God, Jamie mutters, the first thing he said this morning. It's certainly an idea, Mum, I say in my usual placatory tone. We could do with the extra money. Jamie rolls his eyes and shoots me a contemptuous stare, blaming me for encouraging Mum. But I know that the lodgers, like the chickens in the back garden, will never happen. By the time Mum gets around to doing anything about it, she'll probably be depressed again and lie in bed for weeks. She's had medication to help control the mood swings, but since Grandpa died, she's stopped taking it. I can't bear to argue with her. That's another thing Jamie blames me for. He says I'm too soft. He says there must be someone who can help us. Doctors, social services, anyone. We've tried all this before. But Mum hates doctors and hospitals and outside interference with a passion and cries like a child if I suggest a visit to the surgery. She doesn't keep hospital appointments and hides if anyone official comes to the house. I'll go shopping today then. Mum abandons the cupboard half-emptied grabs a mop and begins swishing it vigorously around the floor. We'll need beds and curtains and carpets and wardrobes and... His face thunderous, Jamie jumps up and stalks out of the kitchen, flinging the door open with a crash. Anxious to calm him down, I immediately get up to follow, but Mum does not even look. I can't blame Jamie. We have no money, and Mum can't hold down a job, so we live on benefits and every so often we have to sell some of Grandpa's precious treasures for pennies. That I hate more than anything. But when Mum's manic, she shops.